0: And I find it so important to actually do those checks and to reflect on a year, because sometimes we do get those lessons in life, but they're not solidified unless we reflect on them, unless we take action and consciously think, okay, what was the lesson here? What could I have done differently? What should I do differently? And only then they're solidified and we improve the person. Otherwise, we just have these experiences that caused us scars, but we we didn't really grow. Welcome, everyone, to Life with Lisa podcast. Our mission at Life with Lisa is to share people's stories and the challenges that they have overcome so that those who are listening in can get the strength, the courage, and the hope to be their better selves. And in this episode, which is the last one of Life with Lisa 100 challenge, where I was uploading an episode a day for the last 100 days of 2022, I wanted to thank you, I wanted to thank you for being here, for listening in and hopefully getting a lot of value from these episode. Very much enjoyed being your bestie and sharing the challenges that i'm facing myself and those of other people so that you can get better and that's my main mission in life is to empower people to become their best selves and to actually have the tools and the knowledge and have the steps that they can follow to actually do that and become the best they can possibly be to ignite their fullest potential. And in this episode, I wanted to talk to you about three of my biggest challenges in 2022 and also my main takeaways from those challenges, because I find in life usually your biggest challenges lead to the biggest lessons, the biggest learnings, takeaways. So let's dive straight into it. One of them was my social media. So. What happened was my social media that in the beginning of the year my social media completely exploded. It grew from three hundred followers to thirteen thousand literally within a few weeks. And it felt crazy because I felt like oh my god, my content is resonating with so many people, I can be helping so many people, and it just felt so good to see such fast growth that you just felt like a junkie on dopamine because of that on the dopamine hits but then afterwards literally from February onwards it slowed down started becoming negative started losing followers it was definitely not good as well and it was so hard to mentally reconcile it because now I have been already creating content for so much longer so I should be getting I should be getting better at it. Why am I losing followers? Is my content getting worse? Is it just something else from the algorithm? And it was so challenging to just keep on going and keep on creating the content because it almost felt arbitrary whether you're gaining followers or losing followers. It was not like you're producing a great piece of content and then that one is doing well and you're not so great piece of code is not doing so well it was almost random and that was driving me crazy but then what i also realized here that the most important lesson is to always stay consistent and to keep putting in the work and keep getting better because literally nothing beats consistent work always keep showing up keep getting better and um I just, I was just checking my notes because also I didn't want to forget this one. Here, another, another important part of this lesson is that you should always focus on what you can control. So that was something that also this challenge taught me. I cannot control how many people see my content. I cannot control how the algorithm of social media platforms works. But what I can control is what I do, how much output I create how good is the quality of the content and by focusing on that and by staying consistent it helped me overcome this challenge and also gave me a bit more purpose because the moment you start focusing just on what you control you feel relieved whereas at any point of time when you try to control something that you can't you feel so stressed (laughs) because you cannot control it so that was a big lesson then the second one, the second big challenge and big takeaway was everything related to the war in Ukraine. So as you might know, I am from Ukraine and my family is still in Ukraine. And when the war started in February, I I don't even have any words to describe how I felt and how mentally challenging that was. And up to this day, it still has it, it, is, it is still quite challenging. But what I realized the biggest gold in this whole situation, the biggest takeaway is, it also made me realize that there are only very few things that are quite important in this life. And we can spend our whole lives obsessing about things that are actually not important. Not only the moment when we are about to lose something that's important, we realize that that's actually what's important. Everything else doesn't matter. I think it's similar to health. Um, relationships, love, etc. I think those things that are really, really important for us, we only realize how important they truly are and how few things truly matter only when we are about to lose them. So that was such a great reminder of how important the family is, relationships, love, health, and that human contact and that is actually everything that truly matters everything else that we tend to spend so much time worrying about and stressing about is not actually what our lives are about and it's not actually that important that's a great realization and um let me just check if there was yeah there was one more related to the war so another realization was that time flies so fast and life is so transient and everything that we own in life can actually be taken away from us which means that we truly own nothing and that we must enjoy everything that we have in this very moment and be grateful for it because literally everything can be taken away in any second and that makes you feel so grounded in gratitude for everything that you have at this present moment. And then moving on to the third challenge slash takeaway. So the third challenge was I always had this emotional swings and change in state sometimes I would be very happy and then could become very sad and then I realized that actually a lot of it is driven by some external factors like the food that I eat, the sleep that I get, the... Access, the amount of exercise that I get in and once I started controlling for those factors I start controlling for the food that I eat I noticed that I became way more mentally stable and then another I feel like it's almost a superpower that you can get once you actually do start getting out of your stable state and you start getting feeling those different emotions that not, you don't necessarily want to feel I became so much better at identifying that I'm actually in this emotional state at this moment and that's already a super power because when you feel annoyed it's so hard to just realize that you feel annoyed you because you're in annoyed state almost you don't have that awareness overlooking you that can tell you oh you're annoyed and then start analyzing why you could be annoyed you just want to be in that annoyed state so then I start I get, I got better this year at actually taking a step back and realizing that what kind of state am i currently in and then switching that state from the negative one to the positive one and i was really practicing it this year because ultimately when you are in a good mood and somebody would ask would you want to spend any time if you could this is if you could avoid it would you want to spend your whole weekend in the annoyed state. You would say, no, I I wouldn't. But then when you're in the annoyed state, it's so hard to snap out of it. And what I was practicing this year was snapping out from the negative state to the positive and trying to reduce the gap that I spent in the negative state to reduce the gap of how much time it takes me to switch from the negative to the positive state. And sometimes it would happen so fast, I, I would be able to realize it in under five minutes, I'm in negative t- state, I, n- I need to switch it. And then the moment I went to switch it, I had to change the thoughts that I was thinking, the way I was, my body was, so like I would stay up straight, I would do a workout, etc., and switch it to the positive state. And that was so powerful because it allowed me to maximize the amount of time i spent this year in actually a good state and created good memories and it's almost like a muscle that you train, switching that, switching those states in between negative and positive. So those three were the biggest challenges that I faced this year and also the biggest takeaways. And I, I encourage you also to spend a bit more time and reflect what were some of your challenges? What were some of your highlights? What were some of the lessons that you're taking with you to the next year? What are your plans for the next year? And I find it so important to actually do those checks and to reflect on the year because sometimes we do get those lessons in life, but they're not solidified unless we reflect on them, unless we take action and consciously think, okay, what was the lesson here? What could I have done differently? What should I do differently? And only then they're solidified and we improve the person. Otherwise, we just have these experiences that caused us scars, but we, don't, we didn't really grow. So let's not waste those lessons those challenges let's grow and i hope that you did enjoy this video i hope that it brought you a lot of value thank you so much for being part of this beautiful community if you're listening to it today happy new year's eve and i cannot wait to see you in 2023 and become our best selves together thank you so much for being here once again and i see you in the next episode